Welcome to Not Ashamed. I'm your host, Ashley Nordman, and thank you so much for being here today. I'm with my guest, Jen Tegatoff, and we're excited to dive in and talk all things life and family. She is a mom of six kids. Not on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) And also a boss bitch that literally works her ass off. So I have many things that we could talk about today that I think all of you are really going to love hearing because... You're a huge inspiration. So thanks for being here, John. Thank you. Yeah. And I I say that lightly, not on purpose. So my husband, Sean, and I, we have six kids. We have a beautiful blended family. I have three and he has three. And they range from the ages of 21 to eight. You're literally the Brady Bunch, the modern day Brady Bunch. And we have um, an Aunt Judith that lives with us too. (laughs) No way. Yeah. So we are the Brady Bunch. Yeah. You are the 2024 version of the Brady Bunch. Now, two of them are at college, so technically we only have four, you know, like nine months out of the year. But still. Um, I'm still micromanaging them from you yeah. know, three hours away. Six but. humans to keep alive. That's a lot. Yeah. You know, it's not as chaotic as it sounds. Actually, they really all get along like super well. It's We're, we're really fortunate, but I'm not going to lie. It's something that we work on every single day. I'm, I'm certain you do. Yeah. <laughs> and you juggle it so well. Like you wouldn't even know. Well, you do kidding. though. It's, I mean, from an outside, you're probably your only worst critic, but for me, it's like, girl, that don't even phase you. Like nothing stops you. Well, I'm very, very lucky. Cause I ha- not only have a husband that's super supportive of my career, but he's just a really great dad. Like he is hands-on. I think last night he was running back and forth the practices for, you know, about four and a half hours. Wow. And I take a back seat sometimes because um, my kids are the older three. So they're 21, almost 20, and then 15. And then my stepkids are 13 tomorrow mm-hmm. and 11 and then eight. So with his kids, my stepkids, um, you know, I'm there when he needs me. But I also am really careful. I don't want to overset my boundaries. I have this incredible opportunity to have this amazing, unique relationship with them. And a lot of that is because of Sean and then his Aunt Judith that helps us so much. Wow. So did it take a long time to figure out this, like, system with having stepkids and things like that? Yes and no. Like, I think Sean and I are so much alike um, we're very on the same page with like our parenting style. Mm-hmm. Although he probably wishes I was like a little bit stronger with my boys. I'm just still like, Oh, they're my babies, you know? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, he's really great to step in, you know, when I kind of need to back off a little bit and vice versa. But, uh, every day is a learning experience and we definitely don't have all the answers, but I do think we've done a really good job of somewhat, perfecting it. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of what we've done. Yeah. I mean, that's a big undertaking. And the fact that you're sitting here right now, calm and like, (laughs) well, that's because my house is quiet right now, right? Like everybody's at school. True. (laughs) Now catch me at like five o'clock and no, I'm yeah, it's a whole nother story. You're like throwing a sandwich at the one going out the door, (laughs) like driving someone somewhere. I think that's the biggest thing. We have learned to not sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Um, we really try to put a lot of responsibility like onto the kids like trust me like I love making a school lunch but then at the day I'm not going to make something that no one's going to eat all day and if I don't if they just want to eat a like thing of Pringles for lunch they're they're gonna eat Pringles like I'm not gonna sit (laughs) here and fight and be like you've got to eat your carrots and you've got to eat your grapes like pick your battles yeah all day long pick your battles 
And I then love that. they get to kind of become like their own person too. Yeah, exactly. Do you guys have like a really like structured life with like a big schedule and things that you follow with having so many kids? <laughs> Sean is way more organized really? than I am. Way I more organized. Could see that. I could see that. I am a little bit more like fly by the seat of my pants. <laughs> um, actually, we just got back from Mexico. It's funny. It was my national sales meeting and he, I, I like him to come along on like all my work trips and it's Sean. He's so fun. He's like, of so course fun. he's going with you. And everyone loves him. And he's like a girl. Like, he, like, loves to gossip. Like, he knows all the all the tea. Um, I love him. So, you know, we just got back from Mexico. And he drives me insane when we travel. Because he's, like, he gets, like, this anxiety. And I'm like, bro, you got to chill. Like, I do this for a living. I know how to check into a hotel. I, yes, I have my passport. Stop asking me. He probably prints it all out. Like, an oh itinerary. Oh, my gosh. And then he, you know, he's just like, you're not going to have time to go to the bathroom. You got to get in line. And I'm like, it's Southwest. It's going to take us 97 minutes to board this plane. Yeah, like, literally. <laughs> we have plenty of time, honey. But I'm like, bro, you need to chill. Like, so, yeah, it, we're so much alike. But then sometimes we're so different. But I'm very grateful that he is so organized. Yeah. Oh, he's very organized. Like, even with, like, our titles for, like, our cars and stuff. Like, he knows where all of our paperwork is at all times. See, I don't even know where <laughs> Correct. mine is. So I have no idea. We where... all need a Sean in our life. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, title to my car? Yeah. I have one? <laughs> no clue. How did you guys meet, anyway? I've known Sean since I was nine years old. He was best friends with both my brothers, who are four years older than me and then seven years older than me. So he was always like this little like mystical, funny heartthrob. But if you ask him that question, he's always like, I'm sorry, but I do not, I do not remember a nine-year-old. <laughs> and he's like, uh, your brothers did a really good job of keeping you a secret because he's like, I do not remember like their little sister like running around. But um, <laughs> yeah, we met up like later in life and um, we kept our relationship private from my family because I just knew that if it didn't work out, they were literally going to like disown me. Seriously? Oh yeah. Because they, they loved him so much? Love Sean. They love Sean. Oh my Sean. gosh. I yeah. love how he was so impressionable on you and he's like, I don't even remember who you were. <laughs> he's full of shit. He, he is remembers, so full of shit. He remembers who I was. Yes, but, he does. Um, no, it's, yeah. I mean, it was just a little match made in heaven. So. That is the cutest story. You've known him literally almost your whole life. Yeah. Like 40 years. Yeah. And he still aggravates me like on a daily basis. Yeah. So. You guys like have this like <laughs> friendship relationship that's like so admirable. That's honestly probably why you guys can make six kids in one roof, like work just fine because you have just this great relationship. Like that builds the foundation to everything. Like it sounds so cheesy and corny, but like we really are best friends. Yeah. Uh, like sometimes I'll give him trouble. Like if I'm trying to tell him something and he doesn't take my side of it, I'm always like, I thought you were my best friend. Like you're, <laughs> you're supposed to be agreeing with me on this. Like not telling me that like I'm wrong, you know? And he's like, I am your best friend. Like, but you're annoying. <laughs> well, and best friends are going to say the truth to your face. You're right. I just read this quote the other day and I sent it to my friend and it was like, your best friends will talk shit to your face yeah. and stand up for you behind your back. It's so crazy you say that because I was married before and I mean, we, we just did not have like a friendship yeah. and I felt like he never stuck up for me. Yes. And listen, that I'm, eats you alive. Yeah. And I'm strong. I'm boastful. I'm tall, but like I'm tall <laughs> when I have this like six foot six man now, like standing up for me, I'm like, yeah, it's just like, that's it's right. A, it, feel, it builds your inner confidence. Cause you feel important. Yeah. Like you're important. To no, him. he's that's... always got my back. Yes. Um, he's like my biggest cheerleader. He sends me like little inspirational texts like every morning. Stop. Yeah. 
he's he's a good one. He is a good one. Like, I remember when I met him a couple years ago, and I was just like, man, you two just have the best banter. Are your oh kids like that? Are they um, silly like that, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a clown town around here. Um, <laughs> it is Goofy City, but... Again, like we say this all the time, like we don't let the kids like snitch on each other. Like we don't, we don't do any of that. We're like, that's your sister, that's your brother. You stick up for them at all times. Like snitches end up in ditches, <laughs> or like if they try to come tell us something, we're like, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope, not having it. Like, figure it out. I like that. I'm taking notes in my head of how I'm going to raise my daughter because I love <laughs> this stuff. Now I will say this is hilarious. So my daughter is 15, right? Um, rolling through high school super fast. I can be a pretty reactive person. I'm a strong personality. I can run this house. My <laughs> mood will <laughs> determine what kind of mood everybody else is in yeah. until I meet her face to face. And I'm scared shitless of her. Of like, your daughter? Oh my God. Like she'll just say something and I'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. And then she always comes back and apologizes and everything's fine. Are any of your kids like a lot like you? Yes and no. So my oldest son definitely has like kind of like the shithead, you know, mentality that I had like growing up, but he's also like a goody goody. My middle son is just like a little piece of pie. Oh yeah. I'll probably never like fully accept like his wife if he gets married someday. (laughs) Like secretly hate her a little bit. Like it's mine. (laughs) I'm like, you better treat him good now. So like my Jojo, but, um, and then Brooke, I mean, I don't know where that one came from. She is like so stupid, intelligent, like stupid smart. She's everything that like I always wanted to be. She's athletic because I never did sports and my stuff kids are all like really unique too. Like I always tell Harper, she's going to be so great in sales. She loves history. I've never liked history. No. Like, oh my God, I don't even think I've ever even read a book. I never took it serious. <laughs> I just thought it didn't matter. And I'm like, yes. that is such an immature way of looking at history. Yeah. Like, history is so important. I'm like, I don't want to learn about the war. Like, no, 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 not at all. But she loves history. She shares that with her dad. And oh, Georgia, oh my gosh, Georgia. She, we joke around. We always say she could aggravate Jesus Christ. <laughs> But I, there's something about Georgia. I like her and I just get each other. I mean, we just get each other. Um, so I love it. And then uh, Patrick. I mean, you know, his feet doesn't. They don't touch the ground. And he's he's hilarious. Um, he's like a little Sean. I'm and, sure. Uh, yeah, he's got charisma and a yes. very powerful handshake. Like he will stare somebody down in the eyes and shake mm. their hands. And it's just yeah. So it's all good. They're all unique, and we we love them. Some days, and some days we're like, sayonara. Yeah, you're like, get out of this house. (laughs) Yeah. So what's like a day in the life for you? I mean, you are a sales rep for a really huge, reputable company, Sinusure. Yeah. So like, I'm sure you're building your own schedule. It's kind of like, okay, whatever you put in is what you get out. So like, do you have a routine? Like, what's your daily schedule? Like, you're momming and running a business. Yeah. And helping your husband. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So every day is different. But... It is somewhat planned because I do have some travel involved. I cover all of Missouri, all of Kansas and Iowa. Um, I do have a team. So I have three other people that help me like divide and conquer. Um, But yeah, I just, I really try, I always try to be at home on like those important days. Like I try to make it to every meeting up at school. Um, I'm not home every night, but again, having Sean's support and then his Aunt Judith helping us allows me to have this career yeah and man if I could have started this like in my 20s 
girl, I'd be retired by now. Like, <laughs> I would not be, you know, slanging these devices at, like, the age of 45. Yeah, but I think you had to start late because it made you literally, like, hit the ground freaking running. Because what you've done in nine years almost, you've, like, normal people, it would take 25. Like, you are just a hustler. Yeah, money is very motivating, yes. right? And this is a super lucrative business. And there's a lot of times that in the company, I'll see, like, just a young 20-something with, like, so much charisma and so much talent but they're out there just acting like yahoos and I'm like bro sis get your act together like you have the world at your fingertips right now if I could have made money like this when I was in my 20s yes. holy smokes like but I get it it's also one of those stories of and I'm guilty for this you spend what you make um so sometimes you know again I got Sean to kind of dial me back <laughs> <laughs> To be like, someday you will have to retire. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm just going to like lean on one of these kids. Right. They're, they're going to take care of me, duh. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he's he's really great. Um, something that him and I have done uniquely, when you get married a second time, a lot of your things, everything's separate. Like, you protect everything. <laughs> and um, it took us a while to kind of blend, you know, what's mine, what's his. Yeah. And so we we have done some, like, investments together. So that that's exciting. He's helped me in that uh and that way, Sean loves to buy dirt, is what I always say. Yeah. So um, he's really great at just being like, hey, you should take that next commission check and buy a piece of land or, you know, sit on this for a little bit and maybe something will, you know, come of it. And he's such a business-minded man. Oh, yeah. Like, big time. If he's anything like my dad, he's like, they don't make more land, so it's worth investing in. And I'm he like, loves yeah, dad. To buy dirt. He loves <laughs> <Yeah>. to buy dirt. <laughs> Which makes sense because he's like, I'm literally looking around your house and there's like deer heads and like <laughs> dead animals everywhere. I'm like, he loves dirt. He loves the outdoors. Yeah. He loves I mean, hunting. We, we even decorate the same. So we both have a, you know, unique sense of always like looking like we've been out in the wilderness. He loves to hunt and he's just, he's a man's man. My dad always said that. He's a man's man. So. He definitely is a man's mm -hmm. man. <laughs> yeah. So are you working? Like, I mean, I'm sure you're like me. I'm a business owner. I'm like always on. I'm sure yeah. you are too. Like you're taking 9 p.m. calls. You're writing emails in bed. Like you're up really early. Like I'm sure that's how your life is too. Yeah. Always. Always. And I think that's what has made me successful. There is a time to turn it off. There is a time to have a work-life balance. But if it seems like I'm always on my phone, I literally am always working. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm not communicating with providers or with clients. Sometimes I'm just like on Instagram and I'm building awareness or I'm, you know, trying to to build who I am as a professional. So any chance I get, I feel like I'm always dialed into work. But if I need to pull myself away, sometimes I just have to like put things away and yeah. and try to turn it off. But you know, it's, it's hard. Impossible. It is. And like setting boundaries is huge, but it's also like there is, you can't lie. Like it, that is the only way to really get ahead is to work harder and work longer. And so some people don't get that. And they think that there's like some way to like skirt around that. And there really isn't like, you just have to be putting in a lot of hours, unfortunately. But yeah. like you said, you got to know when the timing is right to just say, you know what, right now that needs to that needs to wait. I can focus on my kids or focus on whatever is in front of me that's more important in that moment. And it's just like recognizing that versus just trying to like always be on. Cause yeah. then something else is gonna, there's a consequence, you know, to everything, so. You're right, it's always a grind and the grind can be very rewarding, but so can, so can your family, you know? So it's it's nice to kind of have some downtime. I know, like I said, we just got back from Mexico and, and it was great. Um, 
but the last night, because we extended our stay, so at national sales meeting, you know, so I'm in meetings like all day. Sean's just being like a lady of leisure, which he deserved it. Lady of leisure? <laughs> He's just like down at the pool, you know. The sending, margarita, yeah. like belly out, like whoop. Yeah, sending pictures, you know, of like him with like, you know, another cerveza, all this stuff. I'm like, but we extended our stay and, and a few other people from the company did as well. And the last night, I mean, we, we just like went hard, like the whole time we were there. Yeah. And uh, the last night we got to the room and I'm like, man, I am so ready to get home. And he was like, oh my God, so am I. He goes, I actually want to see all the kids, like all six of them. Like I can't wait. <laughs> it was just so funny the way he said it. Because <laughs> I was like... Yeah, well, you're going to. Yeah, you're going to get but that. Like, but before we get home, you're driving me through McDonald's because I'm like, I need some American McDonald's. Oh, my gosh. Really? Oh, that's Is like, that like your guilty pleasure? Yeah, I just, I just like wanted it so bad. You know, after being like at a week in Mexico and yeah. two all-inclusives. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you want to make it Donald? I need, I need some, I be, yes. I feel like I need some detox tea and some like. No, I was like, I'm going out hard. I'm going through this drive through I'm like, I'm going to rip through some double cheeseburgers. <laughs> if I've already put my body through this, it's going through it all. Tomorrow's a new day. <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny to me. I mean, you are like so healthy and you follow this like super strict diet. So that's hilarious. I would have never guessed you would yeah. go to McDonald's. Me and Donald Trump, we eat McDonald's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um you helped me with this. Like when we talk about meeting, can we talk about that story? Do you remember when you came over to our house to help us? Yes, with your with diet? nutrition? Yeah. We and, like, sat in your kitchen over there. Literally, like, we had just cooked up, like, two pounds of bacon. Like, the whole house, like, smelled of bacon. I remember this. I remember and this. And then while we're sitting down with her, telling her we want to make these lifestyle changes, like, our youngest one, like, comes to the kitchen and just, like, pops open a soda. Yes, I remember exactly I was, like, that. He never drinks soda. Just like chugging a Fanta or something yeah. right in front of us. And you're like, I promise, Ashley. Like, this is abnormal. No, but here is the best question. This was so funny. I'll never forget this. Sean goes, okay, Ashley, I'm in a pinch. I go into a gas station. What do I get? You looked at him dead in the eye. You go, at a gas station? And he was like, yeah, like, what do I get? And you were like, a banana? <laughs> and he was like... Oh, okay. So like, no, like beef jerky or anything. Like it was, you were like a banana. I was, I was like, we are going to fail at this miserably. <laughs> I remember this whole conversation because, yeah. yeah, this was after we had met. I met you in school. This was after <laughs> we started like working together professionally. And then I remember you reached out because you knew I had been a nutrition coach before I went to school. And yep. so you were like, me and Sean need to get our shit together like bad. Help me with the we nutrition did. plan. We we fell really hard in love, and we got fat and super unhealthy. And I was on the road, and yeah, it was I a saw lot. this like thing, and she was fit as a fiddle. And I like prepped Sean before you came to the house. I'm like, listen, she's blonde and she's a super tight body, so I'm like, watch where your eyes go. Got it? And he was like, I won't. Yeah, yeah, got it. And uh, I no. still have your plans on my computer. Oh literally. my god, it's so funny. No, it was great, but like along the way. Um, we really uncovered like what works for us. And we, yeah. we were like, man, we're getting older. Like we feel like crap. We got to figure something out. And he actually figured it all out. Like just listening through his podcast. He's the one that did that. He's that the one that figured it all out with carnivore. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember, I mean, you guys, I gave you a nutrition plan. You guys followed it. I knew you had felt a lot better, but it was just very hard for you guys to lose weight. If mm -hmm. I remember right. I yep. mean, this was a couple years ago now, so I'm, it's kind of coming back to me, but 
I just remember like it was really hard for you guys to like stick with it, which I think looking back, like your blood sugar was so dysregulated. You're having yeah. all these cravings, you know? So then I just remember, I don't even remember how I heard about this. Maybe you talked about it on social media, but you talked about doing carnivore. Well, I think like you reached out to me and you were like, you guys look so good. Oh, like, yes. oh my God. Yes. And yes. I was like, he started doing it and I was like, I was not for it. Cause I'm like, oh my God, here we go. Yeah. Some extreme diet diet. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it's never going to stick. And what's so funny about the carnivore thing is Sean being a guy (laughs) sometimes, you know, has gas and with carnivore, it like went away. Yeah. And that's like an obvious thing. Like you're not freaking Dutch ovening me anymore in the bed. Like what? Literally, Like we would joke around. He had like one cute fart a day. One cute fart a day. And I was like, oh my God, maybe I need to. There's not even one cute part (laughs) happening. What's going on? (laughs) It was like one a day. It was was almost like he felt like he had to do it. It was like so cute. And I was like, okay, maybe I need to start doing this. And one cute part of day. <laughs> now, I mean, going back to McDonald's, yeah, sometimes I fall off the rails and I'm well, like, yeah, I need McDonald's. But, but most of your lifestyle now is carnivore, yeah. which is insane. So yeah, I remember years ago helping you with nutrition. You guys still looked great, but it wasn't, you know, I didn't know the body you guys were used to. Now that I see both of you, I'm like, okay, I get it. Cause you've, yeah. lo- you've both lost so much inflammation and weight. And I remember, yeah, it must've been last year or something. Yeah. It was last year when you guys really dove into this and I messaged you, I was like, Jen, what are you guys doing? Because obviously I knew you guys had struggled on and off with your diet and stuff. And whatever you guys did, I noticed very quickly because both of you looked 10 years younger, tiny little waist, like both of you so quickly. Literally brought like my waistline back. Like I was, yeah. I mean, and I, I I truly owe it all to him. Um, He brought this to me and I thought I was like, great. Another Joe Rogan thing. Like, here we go. (laughs) Yeah. And I love Joe Rogan. (laughs) I know. But yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just, again, it's something that we've done together and we've been accountability partners now if I could just like oh, ramp up you know getting back to like activity and just but you exercising look yeah I mean it's one of those things it's like and I think it's part of like you know not only who I am but just being in this industry it's like how can I get better I'm so hard on myself yes. I'm constantly like trying to like slow down the aging process yeah. So, you know, we, we are our own worst critic, but, um, I get that. Yeah. I'm the same way. And I also think too, like there's a mental piece to it, like working every day to be better, like that builds momentum. So I'm sure for you, it's like, okay, cool. I got the diet dialed in. Like now I need to get the exercise dialed in and it just feels good to like do hard things. Cause yeah. the more hard things you do, the more hard things you want to do. And I agree with that hundred percent. Yeah. Like if you're not challenging yourself and you're not constantly wanting to grow or trying to grow, it's to me, it's just like a total detriment. Yeah. It kills your confidence. Yeah. Just when you think you know everything. Yeah. You don't. Exactly. And, and <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you know, it's one of those things too. I my son is like interviewing for a um big internship this summer. And like all week he's been calling me and before he even presses send on an email, he just wants my advice. And I just think it's so cute. And like the Aww. other day I told him I was like Stop being so nice. Stop being so nice <laughs> on your emails. Quit telling everyone I hope you have a great week. <laughs> I'm like, you, you're you trying to own, like, get this job in sales. And I'm like, you need to be more matter of fact. And he's like, I don't want to sound rude. Concise. Yes. To the point. I'm like, just stop with the small talk. Stop beating no around fluff. the bush. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Beating around the bush. That's my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. Do that. I'm like, just tell me how you feel. Like, yeah. don't, don't like sugarcoat it. Just yeah. go straight to the point. If she says like, what time do you want to meet? Don't respond back. Anytime's good for me. How about you? Like, yeah. I'm like, give her a time. Yes. Offer time. <laughs> 11 a.m. Wednesday at the coffee shop. Yes. See you there. But like it's cute. I like <laughs> hang up the phone and I'm like, okay, maybe I'm micromanaging him a little bit. <laughs> 
But hopefully I'm teaching him something too. Yeah. And I mean, you probably learn from like your daughter every day, even though she's, she's what, two? Yeah, two. I, I learn mean, every day from her. I know. Patience and <laughs> selflessness. And, yeah. You know, just like these little things that sometimes you forget. Like goofiness. Yeah. They and being funny. You up. Yes. Yeah. Like life is too short. Like just have, be silly and like laugh together. Like yeah. that's everything for a little kid, you know? Yeah. And sometimes we get caught up in the like, the like seriousness of stuff. And it's like, nope. Nothing in life is really that serious, I promise you. <laughs> you know how funny Sean is. Yes. This is like one of my favorite stories that just happened like the last month, but eight-year-old Patrick, I mean, he is, his dad made over and Sean was trying to tell him, you know, you need to lay off the video games. Like that's enough of the video games. Like, you know, when, when you're at our house, you're outside, you're playing hoops, you're kicking the soccer ball, enough of these video games. And he looked him right in the eye and he goes, you are not the boss of me <laughs> and Sean was like trying to give a straight face so bad and he was like actually I am actually I am buddy yeah <laughs> but yeah. it was like we both just all started laughing and then Patrick didn't know if he should like laugh or if he was going to be in trouble by saying that and Sean just thought it was the greatest thing because he's old like is he? he's eight okay but, like, he say, said, isn't he the eight-year-old yeah <laughs> but he said it's so matter of fact like he was like you will not be the boss of me and Sean's like actually I will be but it was just so funny because it it taught Sean that like He's got to lighten up a little bit too. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, you got to let him play his video games just a little bit. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's true. I'm like, this isn't like, you know, 1981 anymore right. <laughs> where we're out there just like riding our bikes until, right. until the sun sets. Until the sun sets. Yeah. yeah. What's your advice for a mom that's working, that's trying to juggle motherhood and running a business? Just be forgiving like to yourself and let them be who they are. Like let, especially girls. Let them have their moments. We have three girls right in the middle. So we have teenage hormones and periods ripping through our house at the same time. <laughs> and I have to remind Sean, like, it's okay for them to be emotional. It's okay for them to have a bad day. Um, they'll talk to us and they're ready to talk to us. And I think if you're not forcing communication on them, like, they will organically come to you. And I think the biggest thing is just try not to be reactive. I feel like that has worked really well with with our girls especially. And I mean, it's it's hard, right? So like go back to that, just be forgiving to mm -hmm. yourself. We don't have all the answers and every day is different. Every day is new. And if you mess up, freaking apologize to your kids. Like that is one thing I learned just because I never really got apologies growing up. If I feel like I'm in the wrong or even if like, we don't agree on something, I will always make a point to go back to my kids and be like, you know what? I'm sorry. But at the same time, we say this too. You're not here to be a friend to your child. You are here to be an example. And one of the hardest things we can do is, is discipline them, right? There's nothing worse than like keeping them at home because they're grounded or whatever the terminology is. But we have found that like when we have structure, that's when we have calmness. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know. Every day is a learning experience and some days we do it really well and some days we're like, whew. That's great insight though. Yeah. It really is. And I think just taking ownership, like when you mess up, like that's huge and that yeah. means a lot because you're right. When you don't get those apologies or if, you know, mean things are said and they're never recovered, like that's the stuff that really sticks with people. And like, we're all imperfect. Like nobody is perfect at all. So you're going to have those moments where you're not maybe your best self, but it's so important to like own it and show your children that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to accept that you did something wrong. Like that's actually so powerful. So vulnerability is huge. Huge. It doesn't show weakness. No. 
And I think when you have that conversation with your kids of being like, shoot, I messed up or I used to love to like drive my kids to school every morning. It was like my favorite thing to do because I would like talk to them about like my forecasts and stuff. I'm like <laughs> who I was working with. And then I would catch them like asking me, they'd be like, oh, you know, where are you going today? Like, are you driving to Kansas City for the day? Or, oh, what about that doctor? Did they ever end up moving forward? You know, so I know there's little things like that. Like I let them into my life. They let them me into theirs. Yeah. And things definitely go easier when you can learn to apologize. But being a mom is like my number one job. So I think that's the job I'm probably the best at and most proud of. All this other stuff is just, you know, fluff. But yeah. it's good fluff. Yeah. And you're a great example for your kids and it Aww, shows. Thank you. <laughs> so are you. Thank so you. are you. I, I see it every that. single day. Thanks, girl. Yeah. Well, thanks for chatting with me today. This was a great conversation. It was. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time, be loud, be proud, and be shameless. Visit us at anskinbeauty.com to shop all of our medical-grade skincare.